a heck of a good guest on for you here today. It's my good friend and my client that I've had the pleasure of working with for over the last, geez, almost a year or so now, Matt Prychan. Matt, I hope you don't mind I did this. I screenshotted some of the fun little text messages that, <laughs> that Matt sent me very recently. So a couple of weeks ago, he sent me one, met a client tonight, attended our second webinar, would like to invest 50 to 100 grand, meeting at the end of the week. And then this is the most <laughs> the most recent one. 306,594,000 ,000 in one week. Holy Santa Claus shite. <laughs> there are millions of real estate investors out there, and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort, and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Hey, it's Dave again. And this is another chunk from the recent live Q&A session that we did and with our, our How to Raise Capital 101 Facebook group. Again, you're welcome to join that if you aren't part of the group already. But today, we're going to pull out the part that was the interview that I did with Matt Prychan, who is what we call a regular Joe capital raiser. That means that he's not doing huge syndications. He's not raising mega millions for massive developments or anything like that. He's like you and I, he's looking to raise capital for single family homes, small multis, that sort of thing. So I think you're going to really enjoy this interview because it's very relatable. So check it out and take some notes because Matt's got some really good insights. But let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this because we got a heck of a good guest on for you here today. It's my good friend and my client that I've had the pleasure of working with for over the last, geez, almost a year or so now, Matt Prychan. Matt, I hope you don't mind I did this. I, I screenshotted some of some of the fun little text messages that <laughs> that Matt sent me very recently. So a couple of weeks ago, he sent me one. Met a client tonight. Attended our second webinar. Would like to invest fifty to hundred grand. Meeting at the end of the week, and then this is the most <laughs> the most recent one: three hundred six thousand five hundred ninety four thousand in one week. Holy Santa Claus shite! <laughs> that's that's what it's all about. So Matt, welcome on board. Thank you very much for for joining us and uh, yeah i just what i'd like to do here today is pick your brain on what you're doing what's working well for you when it comes to raising capital then we're going to go through some of the questions that people sent in ahead of time i'd love to get your input on this cuz it's not all about me flapping my lips here so let's let's just start at the beginning so matt how and why did you get started with raising capital well, hello, everybody, and uh, thanks, Dave, for uh, bringing me aboard. Yeah. I appreciate the request. I, I got involved with uh, you, Dave, and looking for capital because I basically was tapped out. I had put uh, well over seven figures of my own money where my mouth was right at the beginning of the pandemic and uh, went full, full gangbusters and then ran out of money. And I figured, okay, this is great, but how do I, how do I scale? How do I grow? And so the only option was to start flipping houses, start wholesaling houses, 
or start finding investors and start raising capital. And uh, that's the road I went. Well, that's really interesting, Matt, because a lot of people kind of think, yeah, if if I want to come up with capital to do more deals, I have to figure out how to get big chunks of cash. So that's what they do. They start doing flips, which for you might make sense because you already had a lot of experience doing flips. You had crews, you had all that kind of stuff. But still, that's a hell of a lot of work to come up with some yep. cash to go buy a long-term buy and hold. Wholesaling is even worse, right? Because your wholesaling deals, you're making five, maybe, maybe 10 grand on a wholesale deal. It's going to take a crap ton of those to come up with a down That's payment. just the hard way of doing it. But that's there's a way to do that, right? If you're willing to roll up your sleeves and do the old gorilla way, it works. But with the market changing and so much going on, you need to be able to come up with capital pretty quickly mm. or you're losing deals. So the, the smartest, uh, quickest, easiest way was to go capital investor fishing. So All right. So I appreciate you, you giving us a little plug there that we're working together. That's for sure. But what would you say were some of the mistakes you might've made early on when it came to raising? I think just, just not being confident enough and not having, having the proper education, having the proper, the rollout that you guys have provided for, for us is just, it would take anybody and, and I'm pretty technically savvy and I could build slideshows and emails and that type of stuff, but not knowing where to start and what to do and how to do it. For you guys, it was a it was a turnkey operation. So for me, it was the education, the support, and just the total turnkey rollout that was available, and it was just a no brainer. So, but yeah, I, there's all kinds of ways to do this. I've just like you said, everybody learns things the hard ways. And did you lose potential investors? Did you were you not maybe concise or didn't have enough information for people that you could have had as an investor? Sure, over the years that's happened, but. The past year and a half, that has not been the case at all. So yeah, well, so we we talked a little bit about the whole warm up campaign. It's been a long time since you did yours, but do you kind of remember how that went for you? I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head, but did did it go I, pretty well? I do. Before I started with with your program, I did a n- number of trainings for years. 2004 is when I started jumping on all the real estate uh, buses and taking all the classes and courses all over the countryside. And once I got started with you guys, one thing the lady in the testimonial said, and I can tell everybody the biggest mistake that I made when I started was I was uh, pre-selecting my contacts and who I was going to send stuff to, right? I didn't want to I didn't want to upset this one. I haven't talked to this one in 15 years. I haven't talked to that one in 10 years. And I'm like, ah, so I went through all of my contacts. I had about 800 of them. I'd scaled them all down to about 200. And uh, looking back at the situation, I should have put all seven. I should even have guessed, should have just put it in there and allowed people to make their own decision. But I kind of predetermined who I was going to select to. And yes, it worked out. But now looking back at it, it could have been a lot, a lot better. Was I scared at first getting all that stuff done and doing all the videos and all the work? Absolutely. But I can tell you the first two or three emails that go out, it is completely overwhelming and it is totally shocking to the people that reply, to the people that have interest. And it's the people, honest to God, that you least expect. The ones that you think would have money, the ones that think that would want to reply to your email or talk to you, they don't. It kind of people, hurts. Yeah, it does. hurts when your mom doesn't reply to your email. Yeah, or, or your aunt, and you say, did you get my email? And she says, ah, what the hell is that? I, I just deleted it. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, Unbelievable. 
But the person I haven't talked to in 15 years in Vancouver says, oh, geez, I haven't heard from you. And like I said, the, the replies are just pages and pages. The, the system, the emails and the content that is going out is truly genuine. And it is. it was just totally opened my eyes. And the first three months of those emails going out, I thought, holy cow. And again, it took me a couple months to kind of drink the juice and say, well, I hope this works. But like I'm telling you, by the third month, the amount of replies and the responses and the connection from people that you least expect is totally mind blowing. Well, Matt, you're, we're doing a lot where we've done a lot of stuff for you marketing wise. What, what would you say has been working best for you out of e-zines or video logs or blog posts, or you're, you're quite active also on social media between all of that. What, it, where have you kind of seen the, well, we've done webinars and all sorts of stuff and website launches and you've got lots on the go. What have you found to be really effective for you? What's worked best for you these days? The social media is is good, but you have to be careful, obviously, what you're posting and what you're doing. So you got to dance around the tulips with that. The, the webinars are extremely effective because those are interested people that are that genuinely want to be there, like these people today, for half an hour, an hour. So that that is a real thing that I really enjoy. And I think that's a, that's huge. You could do a webinar every six weeks, seven weeks and catch a lot of fish that way. But I, I, I have to go back to the emails because at the end of the day, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for all of us just to say you're going to phone your brother every Tuesday at five o'clock. And most people can't do that, myself included. So when when the system's put in place and there's content going out every week that's pre-done for you, I mean, all the other stuff is all gravy, but I'm telling you, if the weekly content isn't going out for months and months and months, and, and my yearly campaign just finished up here in May, and I'm still getting people rolling over. So now I'm at the point going, hey, do I need to continue my campaign? Probably not. But I think I want to because there's lots of fish that I didn't even catch. And once you start, use the word hammering, once you start hammering these people now for another year, there's going to be extra people that are going to go, hey, I've been reading this guy's content for 12 months. It all makes sense. Let's at least have the phone conversation. Or let's at least get together and, and talk. Because again, it's the people you least expect. The ones that you see uptown and at your church and school and whatever else, they're just going to walk past you. Even though they're getting your emails, they're not going to say nothing. And that's okay too. You're looking for a percentage of those people. Because there's 100 people on that list, you want to find those 10 people that are interested in working with you and, and everybody's got access to money and, and things and everybody's scared and nervous to talk about that kind of stuff. So I, the emails, I think are number one, what you guys send out and the stuff that's going is so important. It's the most important part. I can't believe we wrapped up for you in May and, and geez, I crapped the bed there, my friend. I'm sorry. We're going to get you. You forgot about me. <laughs> oh man. No, never forget about you, but I'm, I'm sorry that we dropped the ball there. We have to get that oh, no, up and roll for sure. I still text you at three o'clock in the morning when I pick up checks. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so let's talk about, because you've, you've done really, really well with meeting with people, getting them engaged, getting them to actually cut you checks. You, you're, you're doing a phenomenal job of that. What tips do you have for folks on holding an effective meeting with a prospective investor? Because you're doing a really good job with this, Matt. I think I think there's a couple things. One is I think a little bit of the uh, I'm not a I'm not a TikTok guy, but I started doing TikTok not too long ago and uh, dumping content. You go to the are you are you are you, are you no, doing not, the dances? No dancing yet. No, I dance with the TikToks off, but. 
I go and pick up paint, I go and pick up supplies, you go and pick up whatever, you make a little stupid TikTok and you put it out there. So that helps because people see what you're doing. It helps that, that I'm on the job sites, I'm doing some of the work and I'm involved in that aspect. So I think the success has been meeting with people and I and I love people and I could talk to anybody. So that that is a benefit for sure. But they, they see what's going on with the content online. They can come to a job site and see what's happening. And I'm, I'm a pretty hands-on guy. So I think uh, part of the success for me has been that just being genuine and being yourself and just not bullshitting people because you could, you could bullshit all you want, but people will figure it out. And when they come and see what you're doing and there's some proof on the social media, they go, wow, this, this, this is a real deal. So I think that's what's really helped is just being honest and open with people. And, and I think taking the attitude of that, I don't need your money, right? I'm going to pay the interest to the bank. So if I'm going to pay the interest to the bank, why not pay you the interest? I would sooner pay you than pay the bank. So if you take that approach and you get to a point where you have, you're flush with capital and the real game becomes, once the capital comes, the hard part is finding the deals and finding the properties. But once you start, the issue is I've got properties, but I've got no capital. And over time, it doesn't take long. All of a sudden, boom, the teeter-totter goes the other way. And you're going, oh, Jesus, like I'm just sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting, trying to find anything and there's nothing available. So yeah. that's ah. kind of been my situation, right? Oh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Which is better, having more capital and having to scrabble to find the deals? <laughs> or it's always good to have the cash. It's always exactly. good to have the cash, right? I mean. The houses will come and, and it takes time. But again, you, you and I have had this discussion numerous times when, when the cash is sitting and you're able to make those cash offers and take no conditions and be in total control. doesn't matter how many bids are coming in and what the deal is. Cash is king and people will take the deal for a discounted price. And uh, so the money can sit. You're making interest on the money. Yes, you're paying interest on the money you've got coming in, but it's all a wash. So get exactly. as much capital as you can. Yeah, we got, well, we got, hey, thanks for, thanks for the question there, Teresa. We've got some questions coming in. So Matt, obviously you're not shy. What suggestions might you have for somebody who's a little bit more on the introverted side? And, and here's an interesting fact because you've worked, <laughs> if, if you're listening to this, Matt was saying, throw back a few, a few wobbly pops that'll loosen you up. That works for me all the time. Not always in the best manner, but yeah, sure. but it. And, and here's something interesting about Matt. You've you've got a lot of experience actually helping people out via hypnosis. So what are, what are some tips you have for people that are painfully introverted to help them become a little bit more extroverted? Well, I, and well, like yes, I've been in the the entertainment aspect for almost thirty years. However, that being said, and and you and I have had this conversation, and it took me months to sign up because I love to talk to people and entertain and do what I do. But I'm not a guy who who talks about what I do or what I make or or what I've got. I'm I'm very quiet. I, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story, just a short story. But when I would do casino shows and cruise ship shows, I would go do my show on stage. I would come back. I would jump in the elevator, and there'd be 40, 30 people in the elevator, and I'd be all in my tuxedo, all standing there, and people would walk in and say, "Oh, what do you do?" And I say, "I'm a funeral director." And they get shut up and that's it, right? Because if I say I'm a stage hypnotist, that turns into a three-hour conversation. They never leave you alone. Like, you know, so I, I don't want to talk about what I do. And when I wanted to start raising capital, I said to Dave, 
I'm a little leery and a little nervous of going to people and saying, hey, like, do you have any money? I have some opportunities available. That's not like me. Despite me doing interviews and stuff, I love helping and teaching and whatever. But to go fishing for capital or to put yourself out there to say, this is what I'm doing, that's that's a big step. But the beauty with the system is that once you start rolling out the emails and the videos and the content stuff, that stuff's all working for you behind the scene. Like you're not... You're not doing it, right? It's all pre-recorded. It's all preset. They just hit boom, enter, and it goes out there. So the people that are getting that stuff, they know you and your personality. So they're not expecting you to show up at a top hat and be all hooked up on Red Bull. And they know your personality. They know what to expect already. These these emails and the content is not going to people that you don't know or never met before. So that's what kind of makes it a little bit easier. People get an email from you, a little video, a little bit of content. They know that, oh, this is Sam's personality, right? This is really nice of Sam, whatever. So I just try and be yourself, right? Don't try and mimic mimic or copy or just be yourself. Just it, it takes time. And if, and if you haven't been in the business doing wholesaling or flipping or whatever, it's hard to it's hard to have those examples or that experience or that knowledge to people, right? When you're just getting started. But just, just trust the system. That's all. Just don't, don't run. Just it's slow. It's slow baby steps. It takes time, but it works. All right. So what, now that you've started raising capital, just give us a, a, a little snapshot. What kind of difference has that made for you and your portfolio and life in general? What, what did things look like before? What do they look like now? Yeah. Pre COVID on the road, making good money, life was great and grand for almost 30 years. And then COVID hit, everything got shut down completely. And you lose over a million dollars a year in in income. So when you go from that to zero, you have to make some major sacrifices and major gambles as to what to do. So I started flipping in that stuff in 2004, five, six, seven. I figured, okay, I'm going to go back into real, real estate, buying and holding properties, full throttle. I had about a million dollars in cash that I was able to pull and leverage and put into those projects. And then we started raising capital. And since then we've, we've went from this year, we'll close out almost $5 million in real estate. So from whatever I had prior, my, my own home, a house in Edmonton house in in the other city here in Selkirk, not talking that, but I'm talking March of 2020, we went from $0 to this year, we will close out at almost $5 million in real estate. So a million dollars of my own and my money invested four million dollars in in extra equity and properties using registered funds using cash investors using the system that dave has set us up for because otherwise it would have been six seven houses that i had bought march april may june and then you're tapped out you're 30 percent down 30 percent down 20 percent here 25 here boom game over now you just sit and wait for the now the market was really good that year so last year i could have went to the bank and said okay i want to start pulling out equity because the homes here in Manitoba pretty much doubled. So if mm-hmm. I paid 200 for a home, now it's worth 375. So all those mortgages that were set up at 30% down, well, Jesus, I had 70%, 80% equity in all the homes. I could have did that, but I haven't even got to that yet because I figured, well, why would I use my own money? Let that sit here. I've got a pile of capital coming in. Let's use that money. So yeah, right. it's changed our life completely because realistically, in the next year or two, we want to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. I'm hoping, knock on wood, I can get back on the road and keep doing what I should be doing. But 
hopefully at the age of 40, I can say I'm retired and we're going to be at that eight, nine, ten million dollar mark of real estate and eighty, ninety thousand dollars a month in rents coming in. I don't have to worry. I can go sit on the beach with Dave and golf and drink. That's what I'm hoping, but probably not. It's changed your life completely. Awesome, man. So people want to kind of reach out, connect with you. Are you open to that? And if so, what would you like them to do? Yeah, you could send smoke signals, a message in a bird foot, whatever, bottle in the water. Like, yeah, you can get a hold of me, social media. I'm all over the place. I'm not shy or scared to talk to anybody. Dave messaged me, said, hey, you want to come part of the show and uh, take some questions from people? Absolutely. Like, I'm more than willing to help. And I'll just tell you the way it is. And Dave hasn't sent me a check yet. So it's like, if you need some help or need some questions, I'm here to help. I'd love to help anybody. But look into the system. There's lots of stuff out there. And I can tell you, and I think everybody on this call knows that in the last year or two, every single real estate guru has come out of the volcano. Everybody's got something to sell. But this is completely different. If you've got some experience in the business and you're looking to take it to the next level, this is a no-brainer. I appreciate it, buddy. Was it actually wasn't supposed to be a pitch for my services, but I do appreciate the plug. Well, that's that's, for sure. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to pitch anything. I'm just telling uh, you the, the facts, right? It's you, you've, you've changed your life. It's not like, Oh, you've, you, you've changed your life, Dave. And I appreciate that. Well, Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode, this live kind of interview that we've done. It's a little bit different than what we usually do on the podcast. Well, keep doing these from time to time and hopefully you got some good nuggets and you can take advantage of it. And on our next episode, we're going to share the Q&A session that we did on the live training. And again, if you're part of the How to Raise Capital 101 group, you can take part in these live. So stay tuned for that one. This episode is brought to you by moneypartnerformula.com. Our Money Partner Formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done-for-you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now, and then feel free to schedule a call with me, and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com. Watch investor meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.